make no mistake, a nickname can be very powerful. Let's dig into it. You cannot feel this energy. energy. Nicknames. This is something that people will kind of glaze over a little bit. Um, parents will kind of glaze over coaches and, and the players will glaze over it a little bit. This is more important than you think. And I'm going to prove that point to you here in just a moment because we're going to cut away to a clip. But a nickname is something that a player is typically given because of a recognition of accomplishment or a recognition of performance or recognition of attitude. And you're going to hear on this channel quite a bit, attitude and performance, attitude and performance, attitude and performance. Those are two reoccurring themes with good coaches, attitude and performance. But on the nickname front, guys will get nicknames because they earn them through either great attitude or great performance. What we're going to do is I'm going to show you a clip of a podcast I did with Coach Hogan where he talks about this. And if you played for Coach Hogan, it was likely you probably got a nickname, but it was very specific, the nickname he gave guys. He's going to tell you a story of how he won a state championship with a guy whom I know, uh, Casey, who didn't throw more than 80 miles an hour. But he got a nickname that made him the starter on game day uh, in the state championship, and they won it. You're also going to hear him tell a story about a big leaguer named Oral Hershiser and the nickname he got from his minor league coach, Tommy Lasorda, that made all the difference in the world. We're going to cut away to that in just a moment. Please make sure you stick around to the end because I'm going to sum this up. I'm going to tighten all this up, and I'm also going to give you a little advice on how you want to strive to get a nickname, but there's a way that I want you to do it. So stick around to the end. I'll tell you how to do that right now. Let's check out that video with Coach Hogan. Well, you know, right, right. There's some validation there. Yeah. Uh, you also have been known, and I never had thought of this until you and I started working together. You'll give a nickname specifically, strategically to a player so he has to earn it. Yes. Give me an example of Casey that. Kidd. Casey Kidd. So Casey Kidd, yeah. I compared Casey, Casey Kidd to Oral Hershiser because right. I know that Tommy Lasorda nicknamed Oral Hershiser a bulldog, bulldog because he wasn't. Because he wasn't. He was not. Now, do, was, now say it again. He gave him a nickname, the Bulldog, Tommy right. Lasorda, yes. to draw out of him the what bulldog. he needed, the Bulldog. Right. What and then what, what, what ended up happening to Oral Hershiser? He started being a Bulldog. He started being a Bulldog. He earned his nickname. I told Casey, Casey, big game Casey. Big game Casey? Yeah. Little guy. Left-hander. Didn't throw hard. No. All his pitches did the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't much of nothing. But he, but won, he gained up. He started and went four innings in the state all-star game, or the state championship game that we won, and Hardy Jackson come in and cleaned it up. Right, right. And yeah, Casey that, was, kid. that was big game Casey. Big game Casey, and that's so because sometimes you give a guy a nickname that's a derogatory, they'll also earn that. You steal it. You, you got to be like, careful. You get to steal different things. Yeah. And, you know, and be careful about what you do. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, if the guy strikes like a peacock and he's too cocky, maybe you'll stop it. Right. Big game Casey and Oral Bulldog Hershiser. Um, Oral Hershiser has been in 
so many all-star games and he has pitched in so many postseason games all because he needed that little thing to take him to that next level. And Tommy Lasorda, being the savvy, intuitive coach that he is, gave it to him when he nicknamed the Bulldog. Casey Kidd, whom I've known for years, he didn't throw 80 miles an hour, but he goes out and because he was big game Casey, he pitched the big games and he got the wins and a state championship. So giving a nickname can be very strategic by a coach who knows what they're doing. Now, conversely, athletes will also live up to the nickname if it's derogatory. Here's an example. Let's say you get a nickname of knucklehead by your coach. Well, what message is he sending through that nickname? That you're a knucklehead. Maybe you make bad decisions or, you know, maybe you're not listening, whatever it is. But he gives you that nickname, Knucklehead. The tendency is more that name sticks, the more you will live up to that name. You'll become a knucklehead. So we want to try to avoid derogatory nicknames as much as possible. Now, they're going to happen. Sometimes guys get nicknames because they're tall. Uh, you know, you get a six foot six pitcher. He may be called Groot or Lurch or something like that. Or maybe you get guys that... Um, are um, maybe coming a little grumpy, you know, and they'll call them grumpopotamus or whatever the case may be. But realistically, when we're looking at, at giving a nickname to a player that can make an effect, that can make a positive effect, we're looking for attitude and performance. Reoccurring themes here again, reoccurring themes, all these videos, attitude and performance, a good coaches measure both. You got a guy that's bright and shiny coming, laughing and joking every day he comes to the yard. Sunshine. You know, give him a, he'll get a great nickname recognizing that great attitude he brings because it's infectious. Um, you've got a guy that's a great performer that's a clutch RBI guy. He'll get Ribby maybe as a nickname, whatever the case may be because the performance is there. I'll tell you a little story in, in, in college, we had a teammate on the derogatory front. His nickname was Buckethead. Uh, two reasons. One, his he had a gigantic head, and it looked a little bit like a bucket. But the real reason he got the name Buckethead is because if you look inside a bucket, there's nothing in it, just like in his head. And the reason he got that nickname is he was the worst decision maker you'd ever seen. On the field, off the field, everywhere. He just made horrendously bad decisions. And they were comical to a certain degree. And it's a name that I'm sure he probably still has today. Um, and that name kind of stuck with him. Uh, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's not super derogatory. And he knew why he got it. But if he wanted to change that nickname, what would we, he have to do? If he wanted to change the nickname Buckethead, what would he have to do? He would have to start making good decisions. Okay? So that brings me to this point. First big takeaway. If you have a nickname that you don't like, that the coach gave to you that you don't like, I would not recommend whining about it or saying, don't call me that. Um, ask him why, because the nickname will always have a why behind it. You get a nickname... Groot because you're tall. You get a nickname Grumpy because you're grumpy. You get a nickname Sunshine because you're you know bright and shiny when you come in. There's always a reason behind the nickname. And if you get one that you don't like, why? Well, it's because of whatever that reason. If you don't like that nickname, 
you have to change it. What that means is this. If you get a nickname that's E, everybody calls you E because you make a lot of errors. What should you do if you don't like that nickname? That's right. You need to improve your defense. Just like if somebody got a nickname K because they strike out all the time. Well, that's not a nickname anybody wants. That's not a performance nickname anybody wants. But you have the ability to change that. So then you've got to start working with your hitting coach and maybe you're not the strikeout guy anymore. Another takeaway here. Be, be, be advised. You don't give you a nickname. If you come up and say, hey man, call me hot sauce. I'm not going to do it. You have to earn a nickname. You either earn it positively or negatively. We wanted you to earn it positively, but you're, you don't get to choose the nickname. Just like um, they, the movie Top Gun came out and they all have call signs, the Maverick. And that's his nickname. That's his call sign. Well, that was given by other people. And there's a great story that Tom Cruise tells where he is in a plane and he's doing training flights with a Navy pilot. And his nickname was Bozo. And he did some aeronautic thing that was kind of silly or whatever. And, and the story that Tom Cruise is saying, what the heck are you doing, man? Did you know? Well, why do you think they call me Bozo? They call you the nickname. You don't give yourself a nickname. That Don't do that. That is arrogant, misplaced arrogance, and that's actually bordering in a little bit of a narcissistic thing. So you don't want to give yourself a nickname, but you can get one by earning it. Biggest takeaway here, you should want a nickname. Don't think of the nickname that you want. Don't don't try to come up with one yourself, but you should want a nickname. And, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to target an aspect of your game. Maybe it's your speed. Maybe it's your ability to make contact. Maybe it's your power at the plate. Maybe it's your defense. Maybe it's your decision-making skills. And I want you to really focus on a strength in your game and make that strength stronger. So much so that it's noticeable. Like maybe you're the guy that uh, you're the guy they count on to get the run in. If there's a man on second base, you work on driving runs in. So maybe you get the nickname Ribby or whatever the case is. You should strive to get a nickname by your performance and of your attitude as well. That that's a big factor in there as well. But really it's through your performance. So isolate a part of your game that you're good at, that you can improve, that you want to improve and keep improving strength on strength on strength. And you'll end up with a nickname that'll be awesome. I've got even more great information just like this on the podcast I did with Coach Hogan. On that podcast, we talked about his experience as a two-sport All-American athlete in college, his expectations as a high school coach, as a college coach, and a pro ball coach, and how he prepared guys at all levels to achieve at the highest level they could possible, including several big leaguers. And as a bonus, if you have a question, 
drop it in the comment section of that podcast. Because on my second interview with Coach Hogan, that's right, we interview all our folks two times. I devote the second interview to the questions that you drop in that comment section. Now, make sure that you like, subscribe, and ring the notification bell so YouTube will let you know the next time we're posting a video. And to make it easy for you to find the podcast with Coach Hogan and I, I put the link in the description. So click on that link, watch that podcast, and put your questions in the comment section. And on my second interview, I'll be sure to ask them. One last thing. I am giving away one of our hitting courses for free. Our IHP course. An IHP is an individual hitting process that'll help you learn how to prepare to hit any pitcher, throwing any pitch at any velocity. It'll also teach you how to take a good day at the plate and turn it into a streak and isolate a bad day at the plate so it doesn't turn into a slump. The best thing about the IHP program is that any hitter can use it using any hitting coach and any hitting philosophy. It is that versatile. I've put a link in the description below so you can get signed up for your free IHP course today and maybe you'll make one of our highlight reels. We'll see you on the field. You cannot feel this energy. energy. energy.